can't do this. I can't do this. I forget to start. Let me, all right, all right, here we go. Hello and welcome to Orioles Podcast Feud, hosted by Give That Fan a Podcast. This is a family feud style, double elimination, trivia-ish off-season tournament featuring your fit, featuring, <laughs> featuring, featuring your favorite Orioles podcasts. We appreciate you tuning in to watch the show. You can follow along with us live on Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook. Audio versions can be found later on Spotify, Apple, pretty much wherever you want. Everything is posted to utahstreetreport.com. I do not own the rights to the upcoming intro music. Please don't yell at me. Enjoy the show. It is championship time. We have the bat around. We have Florida Prospect Report. Welcome, everybody, to Orioles Podcast Feud. It's an exciting time. Pitchers and catchers report today. First workout is tomorrow. A lot going on. It's an exciting time of year. I'm going to start with Paul and Zach. You come into the championship 3-0, and riding high, a lot of confidence. You've had Eric on your show as a guest a few times. This is, I think, maybe your first time meeting face to face do you think you can take down this uh the cinderella team that's won four in a row um yes but i don't think that has anything to do with how we feel they are in these types of situations we just think we can beat anybody yeah you know i i'm not really sure this is the team i wanted to face uh they got prospect knowledge you know even beyond what paul and i have so it's it's going to be interesting to see how we handle this but we've done very well staying confident but hope we don't have to go to a round two here yeah, well, you know, like I said, four wins in a row for you guys. You fell in your first matchup to the Warehouse Podcast and then beat them last week to advance to this here championship. You have to beat these guys twice. That's It's no small task. Uh, so if we win this matchup, we will have a follow-up matchup because it is double elimination tournament. Um, we will have a follow-up matchup immediately following this one. I have like a 10-minute break or so, uh, and then we'll get into it. But uh, Bailey and Eric, Eric, I'll, I'll start with you because I know this is an exciting time with a lot going on down in Sarasota. How are you feeling uh, about about the Orioles season and, and coming into this championship? Extremely excited for uh, the Orioles season and for spring training to start. As far as this matchup, I feel like Bailey and I are on a good streak. So uh, as much as we respect our opponent, we would like to beat them very badly. I certainly understand that. Bailey, four in a row. You're going to have to make it six tonight if you want to be crowned the champions. How are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, Eric said it pretty well. Um, you know, I'm just glad to be here, but um, <laughs> I want to get the job done as well. So I uh, felt, you know, we've been on a hot streak and just hoping to keep it up tonight. All right. Well, we'll, we'll get into it in a second. I'll pull up the bracket here. I, I will say before we before we dive into the championship of Orioles podcast feud, this is something that I would like to continue doing in the off season. Um, and I'm thinking next year, maybe Jeopardy. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah. That'd work. I, I think Jeopardy would be a lot of fun. Now it, it would be would an individual like thing. I would like that a lot more because it'd be completely fact-based. It would be completely fact-based. It would be uh, individual contestants. So we'd have three at a time. 
playing for yourselves, no teammates. Uh, but I think it oh, we lost Eric. I think it goes without saying that I'd I'd love for all of you to participate if you're down. Uh, I think it would be a ton of fun. I've already started brainstorming some possible questions, but uh, yeah, keep an eye out for Orioles Jeopardy next offseason right here on Give That Fan a podcast. Now we've got our bracket up. I, I got a little fancy and added the team logos in for the championship matchup. All down this left column here are all the uh, the grayed out teams that have lost up to this point. So we still have the bat around up here at the top. And it may look grayscaled, but it's not. Florida Prospect Report still alive, coming in, trying to win a championship here. So like I said, if Florida Prospect Report wins this matchup, they will have to beat the bat around a second time in order to be crowned the champions as, as it goes in a double elimination tournament. I will give Eric a second to get back in here. I'm having a little, little technical difficulties. No big deal. Ryan, I think the year after Jeopardy, uh, we got to do some Wheel of Fortune and then just keep going with the whole game show thing. I mean, I, I love it. I love the idea. I, I definitely think I want to keep it on a, a game show trend. Um, Wheel of Fortune might be a little tough in terms of, <laughs> yeah. in terms of graphics, uh, but Jeopardy, I think, I think would be a blast, especially if I can find a, a decent buzzer system that works because I think doing Jeopardy in a private chat would be a little bit difficult. But we shall see. Get to a live uh, show next year too. You know, depending on how how things work out, never know. That's true. We could, yeah, maybe maybe rent out some space and and try to find a place to uh, to do it. Now, Eric sent us a message. He doesn't have any sound, and we could not see his video. So I don't know if he's trying to continue with the iPad or switch into his phone. But I'm sure he will be back me. momentarily. Yeah, I've, I've started brainstorming some Jeopardy questions already. Um, you know, having different categories of, you know, it's, it's, it's fun because Orioles fans love playing that, like, remember this guy game, right? And Jeopardy would just be a massive remember this guy. Yeah. Paul Valley would do very well. Let me just say that. Paul Valley would do very well. I think he would. Everybody, not so much. everybody just knows me as Paul Valley. <laughs> Paul would do very well. Nope. It's Paul Valley. It's been like, it's, it's been actually like Paul Valley the third. It's been like that my whole life, honestly. It's, I, I kind of like it. I kind of dig it. All right, let's see if I, Eric, we can't see you, but if if you can hear us, that might be a little might better. Might be sufficient. I don't think we can hear you though. It All right, I guess Zach and I are champions. Yeah, I think, that, <laughs> I think that actually decides it. I mean, who even needs two rounds? Yeah, honestly. Um, all right, let's. I mean, this has happened before, and and Eric normally is is able to figure it out. So we'll give him another minute or two here. Um, if we have to start over with maybe a new link, then we will, but hopefully it doesn't come to that. Ryan, I'm curious, what are your, uh, what are your spring training plans going down there? I am not going down there, uh, focusing on school. Uh, I will, however, be attending the Norfolk Tides opening, opening day or opening night. I'm not sure if it's a day game or night game in Durham, North Carolina. Really? Nice. Okay. So I am I am thrilled about that. I think the Norfolk Tides are shaping up to have a very exciting season. There are a lot of big names who are projected to break camp with that team. Maybe a couple end up squeaking their way into the majors by then, but who knows? But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. My uh, fiance has some family down in Raleigh, so we'll be down that way. They're having a baby in a couple weeks, so we'll be down there helping take care of the baby. I'm going to catch some baseball action, but uh, I'm, I'm excited to see the Tides. I've only seen them play once. 
Very nice. I've seen most of the other minor league teams play a good bit, but the Tides I've only seen one time. You're either going to get like a, a Bruce Zimmerman or a DL Hall start. It's going to be one of the two, but you'll, you'll get one of those guys. Yeah. I, I'm I'm hoping for, for DL Hall. Um, I think it'll be him. I mean, it'd be great to see Grayson Rodriguez, but I, I hope he breaks camp with the team. And yeah. to be honest, I'd love to see DL break with the team as well if, if it's going to be as a starter. But we'll, we'll see what happens. In any event, I'm, I'm sure I'll be seeing Connor Norby, Jordan Westberg, Joey Ortiz, uh, Colton Kowser, all those guys down there. So it's it's going to be fun. There's no doubt about no, that. No. I do, I do want to ask you guys, uh, in, on the subject of Jeopardy, who are some names that you would like to remember? I, I might sneak into a, a Jeopardy category. Okay. Sorry, guys. That's okay. Good. Can you hear us now? Yes. I have no idea how long it's going to work for. I tried my phone, and that didn't work, so I apologize very much. That's all right. We've we've had plenty of, of stuff to uh, to keep the time going. Um, if it if it stops working again, just you know we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, we okay. can hear you. You can hear us. We can see you. So that's good. And I guess let's uh, let's go ahead and dive in to the first question, shall we? Okay. All right. Oh yeah, the scoreboard, of course, will be edited as we go. All right, first question. This is going to be for Paul and Bailey, so make sure you are ready in the private chat to buzz in. This is a fun one. All right, there are 92 points available, and the top eight answers are on the board. Name a song that reminds you of the Orioles or Camden Yards. Bailey. Thank God I'm a country boy. Thank God I'm a country boy. Coming in at number one. Would you guys like to pass or play? Oof. What do you think, Eric? Pass. And you guys don't don't get a lot of time at uh, at Camden Yards, but <laughs> we're gonna pass. Uh, even if we knew some enough to like run through, I think we would maybe get like four or five. So I'd rather I'd rather pass than play. Sure, take your chance at a steal. What do you think? I feel like I have some good answers, but I don't know if I have seven. So if you want to pass, I'm on board. Okay. All right, we'll pass. All right. So that means we're going to head over to the bat around. Paul, the board is yours. Name a song that reminds you of the Orioles or Camden Yards. Ryan, I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> Why? Because this because this isn't trivia? Because this is the first damn question. Um, <laughs> uh, the boys are back in town. Interesting answer. <laughs> Interesting answer, but not on the okay. board. Zach, let's see what you got. Name a song that reminds you of the Orioles or Camden Yards. Orioles Magic. That's got to be on there, I think. Orioles Magic comes in at number two. Paul, we're back Zach, to you. Zach, you're going to have to carry this for us. I don't think I can. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Orioles, remind you of the Orioles or Camden Yards. Um I don't know. Take me out to the ball game. Not bad for throwing one out there. Gets you on the board with four more points. Brings you up to 64. Zach, can you keep it going? That was my next guess, actually, so that's not good. Um, I'm trying to think of a song that Brad Brock's wife wrote. Um, Janae Cherry, I believe her name is. Um, and it was something Orioles related. I don't think anybody would say that, though, but you just like jogged my memory <laughs> about some things. How about uh, center field, John Fogarty? 
a good guess and a great song. Yeah. But not on the board. I, I'm not sure they play that too often. I might have heard it once or twice. But uh, Paul, you're down to your final strike. If you are unsuccessful here, Florida Prospect Report will have a chance to steal. Name a song that reminds you of the Orioles or Camden Yards. Enter Sandman. Really? That's that's a Yankee Mariano. song. Mariano's oh, walk-in oh music. Oh my god, I was thinking of um oh, Zach the- Britton's walk-in music. Uh, well, don't say anything yet because uh, Florida Prospect Report has a chance to steal. Bailey and Eric, you may discuss this amongst yourselves. Name a song that reminds you of the Orioles or Camden Yards. So, Eric, there's a bunch of songs that I well, – maybe not a bunch. There's a few songs I have in my mind, but there's only one that I feel like we have to guess. Okay. The National Anthem. Okay. Right? I mean, they play it at every game. The other options are Adley's Walk-Up Music, which I believe is gorgeous by some random rapper who I'm not sure sings the song, but the song's called okay. Gorgeous. Um, and there's another one I had in my head. Uh, you know what? I think it was Orioles Magic, which she already said. So I feel like Star Spangled Band, or, oh, the other one was uh, God Bless America, which they play, on, I believe they play it on Sundays at Marlins Park. I think that's around the league, too. Could be wrong. Bailey, the only one that's coming to my mind is the Come On, Ride That Train that they played like a couple seasons ago, maybe even more than a couple, like when they scored, they had a graphic of the train. This might have been like, this might be 2016, so. Well, I actually, that answer reminds me of one that also could be up there, uh, Seven Nation Army, because obviously in 2014, we're like, uh, 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 but. I'll give you guys a few more seconds. Um, here. I still feel like if Star Spangled Banner is not up there, like what, like I'd be really surprised. But Seven Nation Army feels good too. But would people know that song by name? I, I Baltimore people maybe, but I don't know. I still think the national anthem or God Bless America is probably what we should. Five go more with. seconds, guys. All right, let's go with Star Spangled Banner, and we'll guess the other ones if we get that far. Star Spangled Banner, I guess only because of the O. Yeah. But it does remind people of Camden Yards, I suppose, and the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, You can continue guessing. There are 72 points on the board as of now. You can add to that tally. I'll give you a few seconds to uh, give me another answer here. So I really like God Bless America and uh, Seven Nation Army. The other answer that could be decent is the the whistle that Felix Bautista walks out to, but I don't know if that would even count as a song. Mm. I feel like Seven Nation Army. Choose choose your best one out of those. Let's go with Seven Nation Army. For a few more points, Seven Nation Army is on the board. Brings you up to 78. Do you have any more? What do you think, Eric? God Bless America? Yes. Let's go with that. God Bless America. All right. Your points will stop there at 78. A few more songs on the list. Uh, Any guesses from the other side? That Brad Brock song, um, that would be the only one I would think of. But Not on there. Not on not the board. On <laughs> okay. uh, I will say honorable mentions, first of all, Cotton Eye Joe. I think they used to play that one, uh, yeah. not recently, yeah. but it, it used to be a stadium song. Uh, we Won't Stop. 20, was that the 2014 or 16 Orioles? I'm not sure. 14. 2014. 14. And then uh, The Pretender, Jim Johnson's walk-in music. Yeah, I was thinking of ACDC. For, for um, those about to rock. That did not make it either, actually. Uh, coming in at number eight, this is a kind of a, a niche one. I didn't expect it to make it, but the song Magic to Do. Oh, that, yeah, they did used to play that a lot. We got magic to do. 
yeah, just right. for you, something like that. Right. Uh, I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> at, they, they at game right before they announced the lineups, they used to play that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at number six, JJ Hardy's walk-up song. People forget that he used this before Bryce Harper did. Bring Sally up and bring Sally down. Doesn't ring a bell. No, nope. no, it does. <laughs> Paul's, Paul's just furious that this was a question. And then at uh, at number four, glad you came. 2012. That's video sad. montage. Yeah, it was so awesome with Mark Reynolds flipping the cards in the in the locker room. It's so awesome. Reynolds flipping the cards. You had uh, Tommy Hunter falling back on the couch. Adam Jones pied a fan. I think Darren O'Day was on the solo wheel. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was a good time. I love that. All right, so 78 points are going to go to Florida Prospect Report to start us off. Let me. uh, My apologies. It's not a bad question. This is how Family Feud works. I just don't like that. That's how Family Feud works. First, first (laughs) question in the championship rounds is subjective question. Paul, we got nine rounds to work with here, man. We're we're good. We're good. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not worried about it, man. I just wish it would have been an objective question first. (laughs) Look, man. I. It's. It's. I, I had 70 questions in total to start this tournament. And I've been trying to avoid some of them in certain scenarios, and but I'm left with what I'm left with. It's, and it's, uh, it's it's fine, man. Don't don't let me be a sour puss. I I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll wallow in my own self pity silently. We can go to the next question. Well, I, if you didn't like that one, you're not gonna like uh, <laughs> a later a later question. But we're, we're we're getting more subjective here. Maybe not subjective, but. It's, this this next question is a good question. It's a good family feud question, in my opinion, at least. Uh, it's going to be for Zach and Eric. There are 91 points available here. The top seven answers are on the board. Name an Oriole who you think could have been great if only he had stayed healthy. Zach. Nolan Reimold. Mm-hmm. Nolan Reimold comes in at number two. Eric, are you able to give me the number one answer? Ooh. Jeffrey Hammonds. On the board, but not quite enough to take the board from the bat around. Paul and Zach, would you guys like to pass or play? Pass. You want to pass on it? I can yeah. think of a few. Um, but I, that's... I, I can't think of five. Nolan Reimold and Jeffrey Hammonds were my, were my two yeah. guys. And I have like two more, but I don't really know if that's enough. I, so yeah, I, I don't think that they can get five. And yeah. we That'd might be, be able, and we might be able to discuss amongst the two of us okay. and, and steal it. We'll pass. All right, we've got another pass. So uh, Bailey, the board is yours. Name an Oriole who you think could have been great if only he had been able to stay healthy. Uh, let's start with Brian Mattis. Brian Mattis going to be strike one. I don't recall any major injury concerns with Mattis. I think he just kind of sucked. <laughs> I, I don't know if he got hurt in the minors on his way up, oh, but uh, I, I don't like thinking about him. <laughs> I don't know, but maybe he was just bad. Eric, we're back to you. Name an Oriole who you think could have been great if only he had been able to stay healthy. Great decision to pass. By the way, Brian Mattis is the only Oriole that ever came into my snowball store in Sarasota, Florida. Was he nice at least? Extremely nice. We have a, a close mutual friend who works for the Braves that lives in Sarasota. Mattis is a really cool guy, but right. I think I think my guy, my guess, man, I, I don't know if he was hurt. Uh, I'm going to say Billy Rowell. I think he just also was garbage. 
I think you might be right about that. I, did he have like he might have had some drug issues, didn't he? I really don't even remember. Again, like just just like you, like I'm trying to eliminate him from my memory. It's just the remnants of him are there, and I wondered if like his career was bad because of injury, but no, it was because of lack of skill and execution, probably. I don't know <laughs> if he had drug issues. They just they drafted him to save money, kind of like Matt Hobgood, and he never became anything that they expected him to be. I uh, gotcha. All right, well. Two strikes. Bailey, there are five answers remaining. 30 points as of now on the board, so not a very hefty round as of now, but uh, if you can name an Oriole who you think could have been great, if only he'd been able to stay healthy. Oh, man. It's probably the least confident I've felt. Uh, but I know Dylan Bundy was a highly touted prospect, and I believe he had Tommy John surgery on his way to the majors, I think. So I'm going to go with Dylan Bundy. Nicely done. Bundy, I feel like, was one of those guys who we were always getting alerts that he had a setback. Yeah. Um, and because of injuries, I, I may have mentioned this before on the show, but a Dylan Bundy fun fact, because of his, his injuries, he made his major league debut in 2012, and he didn't record his first big league strikeout until 2016. Oh, wow. That is yeah. very... He was, he was hurt for quite some time. All right, Eric, we're back to you. Two strikes, four answers left. Uh, I actually had no one on my mind to guess until Paul said the name that he said about 115 seconds ago. I'm going to go with Matt Hobgood. He re- I, I think that's him. Oh, well. Matt Hobgood going to be strike number three. Paul and Zach, you made the decision to pass, and now the board is back to you with four answers left, including the number one answer. Go ahead and discuss. Name an Oriole who you think could have been great if only he had oh. been able to stay healthy. Hunter Harvey? I just no, I would not guess that. I think that's too... Um, I mean, he's recent, and he couldn't stay healthy. I think Weeders, man. I think Matt Weeders. No, no, dude. Weeders won four gold gloves and went to three. It, it doesn't matter, though. He's Jesus in cleats, you know? Mauer yeah, with he, power. I yeah, mean, but he wasn't... It, he wasn't... He didn't. It's not that he didn't live up... Weeders is not the answer. I'm going to tell you that right now. It, because I it, disagree. He... he, he it's Hunter Harvey. I'm telling you, it's Hunter Harvey. Uh, Hunter Matt, Harvey. Matt, Matt Wieters did enough in this league that he, and he he didn't not live up to the to the expectations because he got hurt because he was only hurt one year. He didn't live up to the expectations because they were just too lofty. He was he wasn't that good. I'll take your word for it. It's, I'll it's, take your word for it. It's Hunter Harvey. Okay. Hunter Harvey. Final answer. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> yeah, me scared there for a second, Paul. Good work. Um, Hunter Harvey is indeed the answer. That brings you to seventy-four points, wow. uh, which which makes this a close matchup. You can continue guessing. I'll never doubt you again, Paul. Um, um, Brian Roberts was really good for a long time, but then he signed that four-year contract and played like a quarter of the games. But I don't know if people would choose him because he had played enough before that. I yeah, but I, I he, still think he could have. He was borderline like. If he had kept on going out on that same pace for another seven years, he may have been borderline Hall of Fame mm. with what what with what he was doing. Yeah. Um, I still think though he was so great. I think Garrett Olson might be one. He okay, we can healthy. go with that. We can go with that. Garrett Olson. Points will stop there at seventy-four. Garrett Olson not on the board. Go ahead and reveal the final three answers coming in at number seven. Ben McDonald. Ben McDonald was on my mind too, but he I thought he may have been good enough already. 
At number six, you uh, you talked about him, but you didn't guess him. People did wow. say Brian Roberts. It Never doubting you again, Paul. <laughs> had a good career, a successful career, but couldn't stay healthy near the end of it. And like you said, Paul, could have been on a much greater trajectory. And then number five, this is a, a big answer for me. I, I remember sitting in my car listening to him pitching against the Royals, and he took a line drive comebacker uh, off the saying. shin or the, or the foot somewhere. From it was never Butler. the same. Brad Bird. By Country Breakfast, Billy, Billy Butler. And then please, God, don't let them be on this list in five years. John Means, Grayson Rodriguez, and D.L. Hall. I, I cannot believe Matt Weeders didn't make this list. I'm, me, sure. I'm, I'm very surprised. I expected to see Weeders also. Yeah. He I mean, I, I think if you put Brian Roberts on the list, you've got to put Weeders on there, too. Brian because Roberts it, missed the last four or five years of his career because of injury. Matt Weeders right. was, was only hurt for one season. Right. I just think it derailed Weeders' whole career after he was hurt. Right. After that. He, he was never as good. If the, he, if the question he, was worded, like, because of a lack of athleticism instead of being unhealthy, then Weeders is a better fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Weeders had already played four or five years. With I mean, he debuted in 2009, and that injury was in 2014. And every year before that, it was Ooh, he, that. Hit, he hit 260, he hit 250, he hit 230, he hit 250, he hit 220. Like, he wasn't not good because of the injury, and he was still good anyway. Sorry, didn't mean to keep harping. That's okay. No. That's okay. No, right. I'm I'm glad I'm glad you were right. <laughs> I should say that. All right, so we have a close one here in the championship matchup of Orioles podcast feud. 78 for the Florida Prospect Report, 74 for the bat around. Still anybody's game. Have to win two more rounds, uh, assuming you have the points to become the champion. Uh, we're going to move on to question three, which will be for Paul and Bailey. Paul, you're going to hate this question, man. I'm sorry. It's, it's fun. It's a, it's a family feud question, but it's not trivia at all. All right, there are 98 points available. The top eight answers are on the board. Name a current Oriole with good hair. Bailey. Connor Henderson. Had to throw in the pictures for this one. Gunnar Henderson, the number one answer. There are seven answers left. Would you guys like to pass or play? Yeah, I think I think we play, Eric, right? Yeah, all right, we play. All right, going to play, Eric. We're down to you. Name a current Oriole with good hair. Oof. There are a lot of them. There are, and as I get balder, I pay attention to this considerably more. <laughs> uh, Dean Kramer's hair is absolutely captivating. I'd be shocked if he's not on this list. His hair is wonderful. Good answer. Wonderful indeed. Oh. Luscious locks there for Dean Kramer. Bailey, we're back up to you. Man, I got a good, decent amount of answers in my head, but... I'm gonna stick on the with the flow. I'm gonna say Nick Vespi. Oh. Sticking with the flow. Got yeah, Vespi I never on there. That. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Eric, back to you. So I guess this doesn't include prospects because I know all their haircuts because I've seen them like right now. <laughs> uh, so. Um, I guess there is enough choices left. Adley's was a little long, so I'm going to go with Adley. Adley, not not incredibly long, especially in that picture, but uh, very pretty, if I may say so myself. <laughs> you can, you may. You're the host. <laughs> Bailey, back to you. Still have three strikes left. Four answers on the board. 
<coughs> excuse me. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I believe he has some flow. Uh, DL Hall. Great job. DL Hall does indeed. I think he threatened to cut it off last offseason, and then I, I don't remember if he did or not, but it's back, and it's great. Eric, back to you. Mm, now we have to go to, like, a different style. Uh, kind of. Um, how about the wraps or I'm going to go with Mullins. Mullins going to be strike number one. Still have two to go. Barely three answers left on the board. Name a current Oriole with good hair. Man, I feel like this is similar to Vespine. I don't even know if people are going to say it, but I'm pretty sure Sino Perez has some interesting hair. So I'm going to answer him. That was my next guess. Good guess. Another long-haired guy. Eric, we're back down to you. Two answers left, two strikes to work with. Name a current Oriole with good hair. Probably not Keegan Aiken. Need an answer soon here, Eric. I'm going to go with Mountcastle. Ryan Mountcastle doesn't have bad hair, but not quite good enough to be on the list. Bailey, you're down to your final strike. There are two answers left on the board. Name a current Oriole with good hair. I'm going to say Jorge Mateo. Hey, Mateo with the uh, the dreads. Brings you down to one last answer on the board with a chance to run the table, but you are down to your final strike. If you are unsuccessful, Eric, Paul and Zach may have a chance to steal. Name a current Oriole with good hair. Current Orioles. Man, shucks. I really am drawing a blank. The fourth best hair. Santander. Uh, Santander going to be strike three. Paul and Zach, there's one answer left. Name a current Oriole with good hair to steal the board and all 98 points. It's Ryan McKenna. You think it's McKenna? It's Ryan McKenna. Is he? Is he? It's one hundred percent Ryan McKenna. Really? Women love Ryan McKenna. It's Ryan McKenna. I don't remember what his hair looks like, so it's I can't Ryan, really. Zach, it's Ryan McKenna. Okay. I took your word for it last time. I said I wouldn't doubt you. I'm not going to doubt you. Ryan McKenna. It is not Get Ryan the... McKenna. How? There's nobody else on the team that has good hair. Well, I like McKenna. Can I, can I say who it is? <laughs> also, I I would have said McKenna too, but I think it might be Kyle Stowers. Get out of here. McKenna's yep. – that's so yep. bad. That that's, so my bad. Next guess. that's so bad. Ryan McKenna's hair is so much better. His hair is so much was so much better. <laughs> I can't tell you how many women have said to me how much they love Ryan McKenna and his hair. Just to update everybody on the hair situation from Stowers and McKenna – 
They both are in camp now, and they both have hair that's so short you can't see it out of their hat. So you can't even tell that Stowers is blonde. Really? Yeah, yeah. And and McKenna's the same way. It's so short you just you can't even tell it's him. Wow. Going with the uh, the the Kershaw method of of buzzing it at the beginning of the year and then maybe letting it go as as far no. as the season. This was a great question. Yeah, that was fun. All right. Ooh, man, I, I, I was uninspiring. I was just guessing people with regular haircuts. That was... <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, everybody's definition of good could certainly be different there. Right. I Personally, I think CNL Perez's hair is like greasy and weird. I, I would have had McKenna on the list. Ahead but of that's, part of the sure. look. that's part of the look. Yeah. Brandon Marsh, he like pours water in his hair every half inning to uh, – Keep it wet, keep it moist. Cespedes Barbecue wrote a whole piece on that, and I have to say it was pretty fascinating. All right. That was huge, Bailey. Yes, sir. Thank you. Why am I having okay. a hard time right now getting back to there we are? Good? Yep. Okay. I just sent you a link. You can all look at it, and then you can tell me <laughs> Kyle Stowers' hair was better. Is, is that a picture of Ryan McKenna's hair? Look at it. Paul just Googled hot Ryan McKenna, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was even look, longer. It was even longer than that. I, there it is. Does, does that does that show up on the screen for everybody? Yes. I don't think you could beat Stowers' color though. He's the only player on the team, maybe in the majors, with that shade of blonde. Yeah, but that shade of blonde is for like ten-year-old kids whose hair hasn't completely grown turned to the right. <laughs> <color>. <laughs> Right. Oh, man. The, hey, yellowest, right. the yellowest hair since Richie Saxon, maybe? Paul, we're fine. We're, we're in great shape. All right. Yeah, remember, you, you, have to, uh, you have to lose twice in order to... Uh, I'm not worried it. about that. We're losing because of non-Orioles questions. <laughs> well, I think you're going to like the next two, apparently, according to Ryan, right? Did I say that? No. I, you said there was one other round, so that was the other round. So I'm hoping the other two are, are a little more fact-based. Next one is for sure. One after, uh, yeah. I mean, they both they both are. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah, all, right. all right. So we're gonna move on to question number four. This one's gonna be for Zach and Eric. So be ready to buzz in. There are ninety-five points available for this question. The top seven answers are on the board. Besides Adley Rutschman, name a catcher who has been on the Orioles forty-man roster since the end of the twenty twenty-one regular season. Zach. Pedro Severino. Pedro Severino coming in as the number three answer. I'm going to finish reading the question for Eric. There wasn't much left, but besides Adley Rutschman, name a catcher who has been on the O's 40-man roster since the end of the 2021 regular season. Chirinos. Chirinos number one. There are a few, a few gimmies here, and then it gets a little more obscure. Would you guys like to pass this one or play? I think we got to control our own destiny and play it right, Eric. It's the finals. Okay. I guess my response to that is if I, I do not know all five choices, so I'm less inclined to do that unless I know two. Right. That's where I am. So, if we know two separate ones respectively, then I mean, we're in good shape. And as we name them, maybe they'll come to mind. As a clarification, 
since it says since the end of the 2021 regular season, is it just 2021-2022 offseason and la then last regular season? Uh, yes. And remember, I asked these questions um, earlier this offseason. So before McCann? Before McCann, yes. McCann is not included. He's not right. So does that change how many you actually know? No, it's still two. So I say we play, but unless right. you feel strongly about passing. Nope, I don't. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's do it. Bailey, we're, we're over to you. Besides Adley Rutschman, name a catcher who has been on the Orioles 40-man roster since the end of the 2021 regular season. Anthony Bamboom. Bamboom is number two. Four answers left. Eric, you still have all three of your strikes. Name a catcher who's been on the 40-man since the end of the 2021 regular season. Jacob Nottingham. A great guess, but was never actually added to the 40-man roster. That's bad. Oh, Had a man. solid season last year for AAA Norfolk, but didn't quite make it up. Uh, Bailey, name a catcher who's been on the Orioles' 40-man roster since the end of the 2021 regular season. So the funny thing is, the other catcher I knew was Nottingham. Uh, so maybe I should have listened to Eric on passing. Um... I think he's been out of the system for years, but I'm just going to say, yeah, I'm going to go with Austin Wins. Oh. Austin Wins was still in the system, wasn't granted his release until uh, a few weeks into the 2021-2022 offseason. So he does count. Uh, three answers left, two strikes to work with. Eric, we're over to you. Taylor Davis. Another good guess. A, uh, I, when the Orioles acquired him from the Cubs, I have a friend who's a, a, a Cubs fan and told me we were going to love him. Just a great personality. <clears throat> Fun guy. Kind of the team dad, but uh, didn't quite make it. No, Bailey, no. you're down to your final strike. Let's see if you can name another catcher. Love the Taylor Davis guess. I met him at the 2022 – oh, sorry, 2020 spring training. I agree, Ryan. Really nice guy. Um, as for a catcher who was on the 40, man – um, I feel like there was another catcher who came up. Oh, again, I don't know if he was there after 2021, but I'm going to say Chance Cisco. Chance Cisco is strike three. We're over to Zach and Paul. You guys have a chance to steal. Besides Adley Rutschman, name a catcher who has been on the O's 40-man roster since the end of the 2021 regular season. And it can't be anybody that they that they signed earlier in this offseason, right? So it's only since 2021 and then the 2022 season, right? Um, I, I asked these questions in early to mid-November. Okay. Paul, I believe. I believe. And I'm not 100% sure. But I think Brett Cumberland was no, in spring training last year. I thought Brett Cumberland might have been. No, but I know Brian Holiday was, and I know Nick Chufo. Yeah, was. I have Holiday down here too. I wrote him down. Brian Holiday and Nick Chufo both were. Uh, since we both said Brian Holiday, I think that's the one to go with. Brian because Holiday, it, because Nick Chufo was is just he. Barely, well, was Holiday the offseason before though, or was it this? No, he was he was there in 2021, and we were wondering if they were going to bring him back in 2022. And but was he on the 40 man at that point? Yes. Or was he just a minor yes, league free? He was still on the roster um, through the end of the 2021 regular season because you have to remember that 
the season doesn't officially end until the day after the World Series is over. Good point. Good point. So I'm going to say, I think Brian Holiday. Brian Holiday. Okay. Brian I'm Holiday. Brian Holiday was an Arizona Diamondback in 2021. Mm. Really? He was in. He was on the Orioles' 40 man at the end of the 2020 season, 2020. not 2021. So I'm dying to know who these last three guys are. I thought well, Brett Cumberland was. I could be wrong though. Like this means shout out. This means we're going to have a second championship matchup uh, for all the marbles. But I will reveal the remaining answers. Coming in at number seven, Paul, you did bring this name up. Nick Shufo. Mm. Yeah. Um, a very early off-season waiver claim from this year, Mark Colesbury. Oh, oh wow. that's, what I, that's why I was asking. I was going to say Colesbury. Someone really submitted that? Yeah. But I couldn't, remember, I couldn't remember when he got signed. So around the time I asked this question, the, the Orioles had – they had previously had six catchers on the 40-man roster, and then they cut it down within a span of like a week to two, and Colesbury was one remaining. With Adley, so it was, it was Adley and Colesbury for you know a, a span of a week or so, yeah. and he made it on. And then at number five, Cam Gallagher. Oh, wow. And then some guesses that were close but not quite. Brett Cumberland mm. didn't quite make the forty man. Ew. Caleb Joseph was a little before that time, <laughs> and then Jacob Nottingham never added to the forty man either. Cisco so. got an invite to Twins camp, so he'll be there when spring training opens. I also thought that another person who had won, I thought that they temporarily added Maverick Hanley before the Rule 5 just for, like, roster-moving purposes. So I thought he was a possibility. I thought they would, but they didn't add Hanley. Right. I, I, I was expecting them to as well. Um, all right. Well, we're going to have a second championship matchup between the Bataround and Florida Prospect Report, whose Cinderella story has reached five consecutive wins. The bat around suffering their first loss of the year. They are now 3-1, and one, but they have to fall a second time uh, in order to lose the championship. So we're going to take a quick break here, and we will be back with a second championship matchup in about 10 minutes. Um, I will send you guys a new link, and uh, we will get rolling again. I'll run our outro video. Thank you, as always, to Derek and Tony at Utah Street Report for hosting the show, and uh, we'll see you soon on Orioles Podcast Feud, the championship matchup.